Hello everyone, you're listening to What's The Story Podcast, little old WTS pod, and we're coming to you, as always, from the fabulous and famous Fitzpatrick Castle Hotel. Go to www.fitzpatrickcastle.com for more. Hello everybody and welcome on to WTS Pod, What's the Story Podcast 133. I'm Danny Murray. I'm Graham Merrigan. How are you, mate? Great. Bit tired. You're always tired, mate. Yeah, no. Fucking whinging all week for being tired. See, we've done a few podcasts in the one week. Don't be, don't be. I'm revealing. not blaming that, but it's happened the same week where I went back to work and my sleep cycles all over again. As well, man, I'm fresh as a daisy. Yeah, Thank I'm a you. bitch. Yes, that bitch. was our guest calling me a bitch. Well, introduce our guest. <laughs> our guest is Dylan Tuke. What's up? Tuke or Chuke? Chuke. It doesn't bother me. Chuk. I say Chuke. Yeah, yeah, it's all good. It doesn't bother me. Yeah. Yeah. I, grew, I grew up with Chukes. That's why you say because that's what they say. It's yeah. like that's what you it grew is. up with Chukes. Yeah, yeah. Michael. No, uh, Dean Strange. No way! Yeah. No, 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 you're not related. You're not related to me. You're not related to me. <laughs> so don't come calling for money. Yeah. Don't come looking for money because I don't have any. <laughs> How are you, man? Thanks for having coming out to us. No, thank you for having me, guys. Amazing as always. Love it. Happy as fuck. <laughs> always a spring in your step, though. Yeah. I, I, Is that I, the coffee you drink, or? I just like ha- I think I have hyperactivity or some shit like that. To be honest, <laughs> I think I'm a little bit gone in the head, so there's something missing. But ah, fuck it, it's already. And fighting helps that. Over. <laughs> <laughs> it gives me somewhere to channel it anyway it gives me somewhere to let the nuke off so it's all good we have like what I'd like to call split personality issues like on Dale now but yeah, on, on the nuke coming up to a fight so right uh, is, that, is that one extreme to the other yeah kind of like I, I like to blame all the bad shit that happened in my life on the nuke so it gets me out of a lot of shit <laughs> right. Right. right so you've you've you're an MMA fighter. I'm a professional mixed martial artist. Yeah, professional. Profes- yeah. It just sounds more legit when you say it like that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Instead of people yeah. like, you're cage fighter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wish. <laughs> and you fight out of? I fight out of Straight Blast Gym Ireland. Deadly. I fight out of SBG, Straight yeah. Blast Gym. We're an organisation all around the world, so I don't like to just limit us to Ireland. Mm. Uh, we originally started over in Portland in um, America. Uh, our, <clears throat> our founder is Matt Thornton. Doesn't get enough of a shout out. Matt Thornton, um, yeah, basically gave John the go ahead to open up in Ireland, and John gave us all an opportunity to try about something that were amazing because we wouldn't be able to sit in an office job and end up killing too many people. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be locked up in a club by here or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> what, what age did you start doing mixed martial arts, though? Yeah, I started mixed martial arts when I was 12. 12? So it's only a little babby, a little yeah. bambino. <laughs> <laughs> And we, what did you start at? Karate just, or jiu-jitsu? Or? Just mixed martial arts. My, uh, my mother was a black belt in Kenpo Karate. No way. Yeah, yeah. She, um, she used to show me the kick sets when I was like, up to like I was about three or four, I used to be able to do katas and like kick, sex, kick sets and stuff, but yeah. I never really cared for it. I was more into wrestling and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Like, I, I like that. And the Three Ninjas, you know, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, fucking, I don't even remember their names, but... I was into that. That's what I liked. I liked the the glamour of the WWE and what the WWF at the time because it's yeah. shit now. So <laughs> I liked I liked the attitude era, Stone Cold, The Rock. You know all these guys. The yeah. Undertaker came when he first came around. That was what we was into. Man, when Kane first came in, was it was deadly, fucking wasn't it? unreal, man. Sick, like yeah. Was, did that Hell in the Cell thing? Yeah, yeah, Holy yeah. Shit balls, it's class, on it? Just remember Vince McMahon. <laughs> yeah. Could it? 
could it be? It's Kane. <laughs> he knew where it was. It was. It's Tink. the Undertaker's brother. <laughs> yeah. Kane. It must be him. He didn't die in the fire. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Your memory's class, though. Oh, unbelievable memory. Um, yeah, yeah, me, uh, my girlfriend yeah. hates. <laughs> really? Yeah, because I catch her on loads of shit. <laughs> Not so bad shit. She's amazing. So, but I catch her on little bits. Yeah. It's just yeah. coming down the car. I just I was really impressed because my memory's gone to fucking shit. And I'm the one who gets punched in the head for a little. Yeah. I'm the one who has CTE to fear, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, I have a good memory. I, have a, I think I have a, good, I have a good long-term memory. I remember, like, I remember, Luca always says, like, if you say something to Dylan, be Who's sure. Who's Luca now? Uh, Luca Yelchich, Luca the hitman Yelchich, the best lightweight in the world. And um, my brother, and, uh, my best friend, my fucking, my, I love Luca, me and Luca. And he fights at an SBG, obviously, as well. He fights out of SBG as well. Uh, he comes from Croatia, he moved over here just about three years ago, so... He's living, uh, he's living over here two and a half years, and I, uh, I always say to him like, I, I don't know what, I don't know what I do if you hadn't moved over from Croatia. He's, uh, he's like a blessing in the skies. If I believed in a God, I believe that He sent Luke over here, and Luke and his amazing fiance Ivana. So, yeah. and you live with them at the moment. I live with them at the moment. Love yeah. it. I live with them forever. We're gonna, <laughs> me and Luke were talking. Luke was talking to Ivana there a while ago in front of me, and they were like, oh, you know, we get a three bedroom house, and you know, they'll, you'll be coming with us. Like, and I was like. Obviously, yeah, I was like, I'm obviously coming with you, you're my family now. So, uh, yeah, amazing people. Like, so. Deadly. Awesome I one, think I've seen Luca fight in Liverpool. Would I be right in saying that? No, he cornered me over in Liverpool when we uh, fought Ventre. When was the last fight Luca had? Luca only fought on Bellator there recently. That's in Florence when he got fucking robbed with two cheap shots to the back of the head by that little bitch Gertz, you know what I mean? So, he can get some eventually. But Luca is. Lucas signed to Bellator, is he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's gonna be. Uh, he should be fighting again soon in Bellator. So look out. He'll he'll release stuff soon, definitely. Yeah. So I uh, oh. can't wait for it. I always love to go away with him and watch him do his work. He is the hitman for a reason. Yeah. Mm. That that's that's where my memory gets fucked up because because you're old man. I know. I thought it was Liverpool. Now it was obviously he was cornering Dill in Liverpool. Corner me screaming at me. Keep your hands up, move your feet, Dill. <laughs> And then, you're an MMA fighter, you're an <laughs> MMA fighter. Yeah, that was a mad night. Great night. <laughs> Did he come to Ireland just to fight out SBG? Because I know there yeah. is a couple of fighters that uh, that are in SBG now that have travelled from from far just to come over and train there. Oh, yeah, we were a very multicultural um, organisation and a very multicultural team. You know, we'll have people from Estonia, people from France, people from Croatia, Poland, uh, Iceland, Scandinavian countries, England, you know mm. what I mean? Um, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, we have we have people from everywhere. So it was he came over to train with us because he, you know, he knew we were the best and he wanted to improve and he wanted to. I think he what attracted him to us to us was the family vibe. You know, where we're yeah. all out for each other and one for all and all for one. Like yeah. you know, so that kind of Robin Hood statement. So it yeah. was, um, yeah, it was, it's awesome and it, it doesn't. It kind of feels like he was always there, you know, because he went out. He stayed at home in Croatia for the month of December. After the fight, he went home, uh, obviously, to spend time with the fam and stuff. But that's why I said to him, I was like, "This is the longest I've ever spent away from you." I was like, I, <laughs> "Like in the last two and a half years, like this is the longest I wouldn't have seen you." Like, so uh, he's been here and he's just he's blended in. He's fucking he's as Irish as anything. Really? Ah, yeah, oh, yeah. the things he comes out with and all, like, "Are you boys? What's the story <laughs> with you?" And I mean, oh, he's gas. Like, he's hilarious. Like, deadly. He's a character. And uh, you were saying there about um, the opportunity of traveling. Mm. You've been to quite a few places because of because of the mixed people. martial arts yeah. and all that. Oh yeah, we, we always we would never have got to see 
any any place in the world if I hadn't been from mixed martial arts. Mm. Nothing. I, I wouldn't have got to fucking see Carlo. Never mind anywhere <laughs> else, you know what I mean? Like, uh, There's not much in Carlo, in fairness. Yeah. Carlo's a kip. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for all you, Carlo, but it is a kip. You know it is. <laughs> but uh, no, there wasn't, like, there wasn't much hope of anything for me. I just, I don't know, I fell into something that I loved and I, was, I just happened to work hard and become good at it. And, yeah. Um, Did you like skill? No, I hated skill. I hated skill. They don't tell me little sisters that I hated skill, but I hated yeah. skill. Well, you, as much as I hated skill, I got expelled and suspended like a lot. It was a very just a mess, are you? Which was a very troubled child. I wouldn't, I wouldn't call myself a mess, or I would just say I was, I was traumatized from the life I lived, like, and from the life I had, like. So I would carry that around me, and I carried a lot of chi- like chips on my shoulder, and I, yeah. I didn't feel like the world owed me something, but I felt like the whole world had fucked me over and giving me this shit kind of start so if I hadn't had my two nannies I, my two nannies and my late granddad if I hadn't had them three people and my fucking family John, Chris and Susan my mom, my ma like you know if I hadn't had them around me I, I, I always say I'd either be locked up now or I'd either be on the smack so it's one or the other so uh, you know I'm, I'm from the flats in the city centre that you either get out you know you get out or you get on something you know what I mean so I, yeah. I'm happy with how everything has went but it wasn't all daisies. <laughs> yeah, you obviously seen people your own age going down the the other route. Oh, one hundred percent, like one hundred percent. This is so, this is taking a dark turn really quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about this, folks. I'm usually up people. Uh, <laughs> That's my fault. Nah, I'm, the que- I'm asking the questions. Nah, nah, like, I, I just, to be honest, we didn't. I, not a, not a lot of young that I kind of knew growing up went onto the smack. I went onto. Mm. Oh, it was kind of after that era, but you know everyone's a party now. Everyone likes to go out on a weekend and get smashed. And yeah, I was in that. I, a lot of my mates growing up, you know what I mean. They're that's their life now, you know. What I mean that's what they do, and look whatever you're into. I don't really give a rat's. I don't think about you at night, so mm. it doesn't bother me. <laughs> you mentioned there about not getting to see places that, like, without mixed martial arts, you wouldn't have got to see places. Mm. Like, so I mean, wh- where is kind of you know somewhere that you never would have thought you'd get to? Moscow, Montreal. Ash, Ashy, yeah. Ashy is my Ashing daily. Uh, yeah. I'm a bash. <laughs> the bash fucking the forest everything but uh, she was a, she brought me over to Montreal with her for a week of training oh not a week for a whole fight against Randa Marcos so we went over for the whole week and like it wasn't like I, she didn't need me there but she brought me specifically because she wanted me to see um, Montreal and experience a world like I've been to California with her we went to California for a month uh, over the SVG fall camp um, I've been to Slovenia, I've been to Croatia, thanks to Luca. I've been to Florence now, thanks to Luca. I've been to France. I've been, I've pretty much knocked off a couple of good places in I'm Europe saying, and man. there's more places to hit. I'm going to a man Jordan now on March 2nd to scalp some yank and <laughs> this is love how it's it. going to go. Like, and I'm, I'm, I'm experiencing this lovely life that I get to live and I'm grateful every single day. You're not a man because you've signed with Brave. I've signed with Brave. I've signed an exclusive three fight deal with them, and I'm gonna fight over the man Jordan in March, and then I'm gonna drag them back here for May main event over here, and then maybe go and take the belt over in Bahrain. Now. I'm, the, I'm the king of Bahrain now. <laughs> They've given like they sent me over the crown, so it's okay. Like, <laughs> I'm the king of Bahrain. I like it. I've always wanted to go to Bahrain, but that whole that that whole sort of Abu Dhabi, Bahrain, that whole region, man. I'm oh, you didn't go there. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> didn't but you're the king now, so you'll have to. Like, you know? Yeah, you'll have to. Uh, technically, I'm Muslim. Right now, like, <laughs> so in the contract it says you must be Muslim. So I'm Muslim now. So Allah Akbar. <laughs> My auntie yeah. lived in Bahrain. Did she? Yeah, she was a nurse stewardess for oh. Gulf Airlines. 
Okay. Yeah. Does she like it? No. <laughs> I, I think she did. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. she enjoyed her experience. Like, yeah, I don't know. Just that part of the world just fascinates me. Like, I just yeah. think it's mad. Like, we know a couple of our listeners in Saudi Arabia. True. Yeah. Um, they. I know Janine uh, is a nurse over there, but yeah. it's like lives in an apartment compound. Mad, isn't it? Yeah, it's mad. mad. Like, but it has everything in the compound. Yeah. It's like their apartment, their shops, their cinema, and, and then they need to get a lift to work and all to the hospital. It's madness. Mad. Um, just like it's crazy. Isn't Different it? world. How, yeah. how backwards most cultures are. Like it's crazy. Right, backwards, but just backwards to us. To us, yeah. like yeah. Well, we are, uh, we are, um, you know, a third world civilization. So mm. they are backwards. <laughs> um, right. So March second in. You're, you're making your brave debut yes how's the camp going so far awesome like uh, I wouldn't I don't know like camp uh, yeah I, I suppose camp is the right word for it like I just mm. hate I kind of hate that word like because I train right. all the time but it definitely is a camp like um, it's going awesome I'm back into yeah. the swing of things now after Christmas I am um, I'm back like kind of eating healthy after December you know what I mean it's hard um, isn't it no it's fresh oh, it's all good it, like when you have a uh, Lindsay Doyle <laughs> When you have a Lindsay Doyle plan, you know what I mean? I think she used to be on this podcast. Yeah, she, never heard, she never just heard got too big for you. When, <laughs> when you have a... That's a good shout out. She'll love that, she will. Of course she will. Put me in my place. Yeah. <laughs> when you have Super LD looking after your nutrition plan, everything is easy. I get steak as much as I want. I get steak in the morning with avocado. I get bacon and eggs in the morning. I get whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> yeah. That woman is that woman is a genius, so I'm always grateful to her and as well to Mark Kaminsky for looking after my strength program and stuff. Both of them work together, so I have two great minds with me all the time. Shout out to LDPT and the the new gym with Austin and Damon. Oh yeah. The lab. The, the lab. lab. The lab. What a name. What a yeah. name. Three of the coolest people, three of the best coaches. You're not gonna find much. Three good MMA. Especially for martial well. arts, yeah. Like yeah. if you wanna go uh, Austin's a BJJ head, don't be don't be giving him. <laughs> he's never got punched in the face. <laughs> that pretty bastard has never got hit. <laughs> too pretty. He's too pretty. We need to fuck him up a little bit to make him look like that, you know what I mean? But Damien Darko, uh, one of the best strikers in the country, um, and Lindsay has went in there and fought seven weeks pregnant. So <laughs> yeah. what more do I need to say? <laughs> she was seven I'm weeks one. pregnant. Animals. I'm one, I'm yeah, one. Yeah. Bad at Megan. So get some. Animals. Absolutely. good to see her come back. Um, Is she going to do the full comeback? Um, I think that's you'll know, have to get her onto the podcast for that won't you <laughs> no don't we had her no, she's we had her back on no, she's, <laughs> she's a head wrecker bring her <laughs> Lindsay <laughs> the mouth as Damo called her the mouth um, so we've seen there as well Chris Fields obviously plays a big part for you my like, big brother Chris Chris, Papa Chris. Mm-hmm. yeah like I mean one of the stalwarts of Irish MMA like mm, an absolute definitely. gent into the bargain as well like so having yeah. that experience just must be brilliant like. he's a gent now like he used to be an arsehole <laughs> <laughs> he's a gent now Chris hated me when we first met really yeah, yeah we didn't get along at all like for the first like month or something he, like he didn't he didn't like any of the new people coming in trail because everyone wanted to be Connor like I, I just joined SBG like three months before Connor was about to debut against Marcus Brimage. Like I didn't have right. a fucking clue who Connor was. I didn't go. I knew I knew him from the local scene and stuff, but I didn't. I never cared for him. Yeah. I was more into Roddy and Ash and Chris. I used to watch highlights and it's. I remember Chris got onto the bus before, and I got. I was on the bus going over to train. And he got on the bus at Artane or something. I was just looking up at him. I was like, the fucking length of that pass. <laughs> but I, I, it was like a little the fan shot, like you know, yeah. like fan. Boy, I was like, oh my god, that's Chris Fields. That Chris Fields. Don't look at him. Don't look at him. I'm like this, looking out the fucking window, like. But then after the month, I think Chris and Artem kind of realised that I was legit and I wasn't a little wannabe. So then they they loved me and they embraced me and 
oh, I'm thankful to have them around. Chris is, Chris is like me. I call him Papa Chris. Like yeah. he literally looks after me like no one else. I, I, he employed me out in SBG Swords. I coach out there, um, and I, I, I would like to say I add up. I, you know, I'm a part of the team out there, and I help all of that young up and coming fighters which is fucking scary because they go is out there the amateurs are 10 times better than i was five years into my really? career oh yeah killers like uh, like the likes of uh, callum liston and um, carl gallagher ian gary um oh, I, i'll be here all night but i'll probably have to mention the whole team to be honest. <laughs> yeah yeah they're really they're building a lot of like top level martial artists out there so i can't wait to see what the future holds for all them but yeah some top guys you said earlier on when 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 Mero asked you like how you started training oh and, and tom king <laughs> the master of jiu-jitsu in Ireland, the master um you said when well, i asked you what sort of discipline you're training you just said mixed martial arts right mm. away and after saying there that the young up-and-comers start like they're just so far ahead now compared to maybe when you were crazy and is, that, is that just down to the development overall like that people don't train one discipline anymore they train for everything now like. yeah like I, I like I, I think i was one of the first people to kind of get into mma like to mm. just do mma not do boxing not do karate not do fucking crab maga or whatever like yeah. i was i was into mma and um, nobody knew what mma was back then everyone used to call it ufc at cage point you know what i mean yeah, so yeah. now looking at the kids going through and that just like it's not i don't think I don't think it's that they do everything. I think it's that who is coaching them is just, they know their shit, like, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So they're getting the best information from the get-go. Whereas, like, a lot of stuff that I would have learned in my first four years, four years of training, like, like uh, the duck walk, you know, um, you don't know what a duck walk is. No. Uh, uh, the duck walk and, like, penetration steps is, like, you know, shooting a regular double leg, like, with your knees on the mat. I'd never oh, ever yeah. shoot with my knees on the mat now and if anyone ever does it I laugh at them like you know what I mean oh that's discarded that's gone like you don't do that anymore so a lot of stuff that I would have learned in my first four years not a lot not all of it but a lot of it uh, would now be obsolete and you wouldn't really use it so they're getting the they're getting the one on one stuff straight yeah. away so you're kind of looking at them and you're kind of twitching you're like a little bastard like, you know what I mean <laughs> oh you have to fucking oh you have to get battered to get here like you know what I mean but jealous jealous <laughs> it's extremely jealous but extremely happy when it's an SBG team getting it you know what I mean because yeah, yeah. I don't we don't separate any of the SBGs like SBG Concord and SBG Tullamore SBG Cork SBG Sword I don't I don't I don't even think about what's after the SBG. Like yeah, it's yeah. just yeah. SBG. We're all one, one tribe, one vibe. So I like to have that mindset and like looking at all of them, like you know, coming up from the Taller gyms, coming up from you know from Paddy's gym, coming up from all of them. They're all just getting top class trainer from the get go. Like yeah. training with top level athletes like fucking Chris Fields and Tom King, like Ireland's Ireland's force ever. Oh, SBG Ireland's force ever black belt. Like you know who JK gave it to him, the Godfather. So, like, you have people like Chris coaching the MMA and then you have Tom King coaching the jiu-jitsu. I didn't know what jiu-jitsu was until I was, like, four years into doing training. Like, you know what I mean? No one doing jiu-jitsu over here, like, unless it was in Concord or unless it was in SBG. Like, John yeah, was the yeah. only man to go to for jiu-jitsu, like, so. Yeah, it's it's just, it's amazing to see how much we've developed, like, you know, yeah. people not knowing what the fuck we were to people, everyone wanting to do this shit, you know what I mean? It's mad that you just went straight into just mixed martial arts, like. Yeah, my cousin. I, I always thought, I remember when I first saw you perform, or compete, perform. Uh, I do perform. Perform, yeah, yeah you do. <laughs> In the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> I thought there was a bit of uh, I'm a, mess, I'm a, a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Max. I thought there was a, a bit of an amateur boxing background there. 
Yeah, no, nothing like Just from your striking, like I just anything, my boxing was like the worst part in the game, like until like maybe maybe a year ago, until like I kind of started to pick it up. a few. Yeah, but I, I spark a lot of people. Like you yeah. know, what I mean, I'm very awkward, very long, and like I scare people. So that's a that's a big thing. Um, and to be honest, no, I have good. I have great striking. I'm great everywhere, and wherever it is, I'm great at it. Um, but striking would have been my go-to at the beginning. But I, n- I never done boxing. Never. Um, it's mad, isn't it? I um, you know, like I worked with the Hoyland brothers. You know, Patrick Hoyland and Polly Hoyland. Yeah. Uh, like uh, the be- probably the best boxing family, like the most famous boxing family in, in Tala, isn't it? In Tala, yeah. yeah, out of Hoyland, out of Hoyland Boxing Academy. Mm. Um, if you're in Tala and you want to do some boxing, get down to HBA. Uh, great guys mm, they've they've been around everything they've done everything you know and they're a family of, they've a, li- a lineage of boxing Eddie Polly um, pa, uh, Paddy and of course Patrick that you know so it's just it's just so do you go down there for spares sometimes um, no sometimes I go down to work with them on pads I used to when I used to work in SBG Tala like but Deadly. Uh, I haven't been down there much now um, but like I'd still I'd, I'd ask Pat, like uh, Patrick Hoyland to pop down to me the other time in Concord if he could make it but he's very busy like yeah. Yeah. man of a uh, man of a lot of demands of a lot of demands so <laughs> yeah. is what it is deadly you y- your professional record is now 4-1 and 4-1 and one, yeah you're 2-2 you're two two in terms of knockouts and submissions yeah so I'm, I'm two, one TKO and another TKO that should have been yeah. a knockout though because he couldn't fucking see where the fuck <laughs> he was like <laughs> Um, that knee to the body should have counted as a knockout as well because he couldn't mm. fucking breathe <laughs> um, and then two submissions yeah. I know yeah. he had a pro fight opening in London that isn't on my record so that's where I lost my teeth <laughs> how, really? how come it's not on the, the record was it just uh, it was a two round fight but it was like the first round was uh, full toy boxing rounds with um, 10 ounce gloves on right. and the second round you swapped out you had a minute and a half break in between and you swapped out your gloves into pro and May gloves oh. and then it was an MMA fight so it was, what it the was, fuck it was hybrid like it was fucking yeah it was hybrid literally MMA. that's what it was called so Shit, that's how you lost your teeth that's how I lost my teeth I got caught with a flying knee and they like just came through the gum shield kind of thing Yeah. holy shit man wowzers I still oh. fucked them up bad though so it was alright yeah. it was actually a fun story <laughs> I was in I was in Mount in the second round and I was seeing this kind of white thing on the mat and I was like what the fuck is that like I was like that's my tooth and I just looked at it and I looked up at the ref and looked back and oh, yeah, I didn't know what I didn't know what the criteria was for losing a tooth so I was like yeah. please stop this if my teeth are gone you know what I mean and I just kind of edge my hand across and kind of put my hand over it as if I'm in like a kind of basin out. And I'm kind of bringing it back to put it down my jocks for later so I can just have it my fucking tooth. And the ref just grabbed my hand, turned it over, took the tooth, put it to the side, continue. And that was it. Like, <laughs> that was it. It was a, but I was a I was a reserve for you. So it was a tournament for a featherweight thing. I just went over to get paid. It was good money. So whatever. Yeah. <coughs> and I went... We went into the back and the doctor comes into me then and he's like, oh, well, you know, obviously you can't step in for someone. I'm looking at him, Oi. And he's like, because you had teeth that out, like, obviously it's sore. And I go, nah, it's grand, not about it. And like that blow, like pissing down my mouth while I'm talking to him and I'm just like looking at him. And he's like, no, you can't put your gum shield in and show me that it doesn't hurt. Like, and I went, oh, and popped it back in, it killed me. And I'm like, no, I'm grand, yeah, I'm grand, yeah, I can fight again. So if someone gets injured, let me know, like, and I'll, I'll run out, like, you know what I mean? And he was like, look, so looking at me like you had ten heads, and he was just like, what the fuck, like? And I was like, yeah, let's go, like, come on, let's go. And uh, there was another, 
the other featherweight was in the room with me that was going at the point of the final. I started on him in there. I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fuck you up. Like, I, I asked him in there. I was like, let's fight now. Like, I was like, we'll fight now. We'll injure you, and then I'll step in for you. And he just, he didn't want any of it, obviously. <laughs> so this is, like, I think I was 19 at the time, like, 19, blood pissing out my, my face after losing two teeth. I know I was more concerned that I got caught with the flying knee rather than losing <laughs> <laughs> the teeth. Like, it's like uh, Mick Foley and Undertaker, hell in a cell. <laughs> teeth, <laughs> teeth ends up in his nose. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, crazy shit. Good life, good life. When you're explaining oh. all that, you can definitely, you can definitely, uh, Sense the difference between Dill and the nuke. Oh yeah, you're yeah. completely in fight mode there, and you don't give a bollocks. Yeah, no, the nukes, the nukes are fucked up, man. I fuck that man. He, he fuck you up, like. When do you, at what stage do you get into the nuke zone? I'm always in him. He always pops out. If you annoy me, he just kind of pops out. Like it's just the eye is kind of torn. They kind of go a little bit differently. Like it. It works for me having it like this because I can separate and I'm. I can. I don't know. I just always had it. Like you know what I mean. But I think I don't. I don't look at the nuke as someone who came around. Just when I started the fight, right. I kind of think like the nuke has always been there. Mm. Like he, like he was a little, he was a little troubled child that got me through life, and he was the one that pushed me when I didn't want to do anything. When I just wanted to ca- crawl down and die, like he was the one who grabbed me by the neck and was like, "Come on, what the fuck, are, let's go!" Like, and I don't know, I, I just it just works on me. And I, I got it off Ash to be honest, and yeah. then I kind of she kind of you know explained it to me a little bit, and it kind of clicked and it made sense, and I was like, "Oh shit." I was like, yeah, that makes sense, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, just is what it is. Like, you know, I'll switch into them like different times. It depends what I'm talking about, kind of thing. Yeah. I'm talking about MMA, like, it's. <laughs> I know this, I'm good at this. <laughs> um, you, you've mentioned Ash a lot, and we've had Ash on the podcast a couple of times. She, she's Small an absolute. She's a, she's a ledge, man. And uh, obviously, she's been a massive influence on you. Like, 100%, yeah. How, how important is it having somebody like that at your back? Oh, it was very important. Um, it was very important when I first met Ash. She helped me out a lot. Like, we, like she used to bring me back to our house and cook for me in lunch. I lived at Ash for I think about six eight months. Like so, when I had nowhere else to live, like so, she yeah. took me in like a little homeless kid. Took me in, treat me like one of our own. Our family treat me like one of our own. So I'm always eternally grateful to that woman. And fuck, like I was just in awe of her the minute I met her. I was like, oh my god, you're the bash. Like I was yeah. like, mm, I was only watching <laughs> your bloodstream. Highlight a week ago, like you know, what I mean, or like I, I used to like just my my big my big um my big uh what how would you say inspiration for MMA was Owen Roddy, yeah, Owen Roddy, Rowdy Owen Roddy, like that was that was I, I, every time I see Roddy, I scream I'm hot rod, and I'm like down the gym, it doesn't matter where I see I'm hot rod, like that man is a fucking legend, like the best the bestest country ever produced, female or male. Mm. And I just won't mind me saying that because Hot Rod is the best ever, like the best ever. Yeah. <coughs> Killer. Yeah. Where'd I get my knee from as well, so. <laughs> he's um He's got the reputation now, rightfully so, as being one of the best striking coaches out there as well. Like. Yeah, well, like, uh, you know, it kinda, that kind of annoys me, you know what I mean? That he's only one of the best striking coaches because he's an amazing MMA coach. Mm. He's a black belt as well. Like, and Roddy's just around this game so fucking long. Roddy's around this game we were fighting in halls and rings. Like, and yeah, yeah. when the ceiling was too low, that, like, shows had to get cancelled. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I just, you know, being around these sort of people is just like, I kind of, in awe of them all the time and you kind of need to give them that respect all the time. Like, and it's just, it's... Yeah. It's great to be around these guys. Like. Man, it's only happened, like Dale says, in the last 18 months or so. Hmm. Mm. In, t- in terms of the mainstream media, because he's doing, it's kind of been out there a lot more than usual. Yeah. Because yeah. I've seen him, he did the, uh, 
Did he do, he did that conference? Um, the one. What? Uh, yeah, the one zero comp. One zero comp yeah, he did yeah. as well. Like so, I mean, as well, well as having the, the being the head corner man of Connor for McGregor Mayweather as well in your CV. Well, that's I was gonna say wasn't it around then that I can't remember the name of the journal was it uh, Sham the Sandu. I can't remember the journalist's name. I'm going to wreck They did the feature. The feature. On like MMAfight.com. Yeah. Yeah, it was an unbelievable feature. Yeah. Oh, mm. my God. Unbelievable feature. I think what was the journalist's name? I can't yeah. remember. I can't remember. PT will kill us for not remembering. Well, like, he gave it a big shout, he did. Like, <coughs> fuck you, <Yeah>. PT. <laughs> 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 uh, no, yeah, I love PT. <laughs> yeah, he's a solid bloke as PT, man. Um, PT's a good guy. Good guy. In an early hour, Lionel McGrath. Fuck you, Noel. Um you're around now long enough that you Years. know I grew kid, up in the sport like that, that, that the kids are looking up to you now yeah that's even fucking though, weird even though you're still quite young like yeah, I'm Sean Al Shatty Sean Al the ballad of an Irish son what that's an it. article sorry right, lads that's right. beautiful yeah. even the way you said it was beautiful <laughs> <laughs> I kind of felt mesmerised but I, I think you took the shape of a unicorn <laughs> <laughs> definitely robbing a step with us both just a mixture Bergie and a unicorn what a film I love oh, Will Ferrell I'm no ordinary person Brennan you should know that <laughs> I love Will Ferrell I've literally watched that film too many times <laughs> the, jo- the job interview scene always gets me man uh, you, should have, you should have you should have <laughs> shame man shame man shame man you're wearing a tuxedo for a job that requires you to clean toilets <laughs> yeah is, is it did farting you, in it too far yeah 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 <laughs> Onion, onion and ketchup. Classic. <laughs> now, it's, now the tuxedos are kind of fucked up. <laughs> His facial expressions are oh just man, sensational. Oh. <laughs> well, I love the bit in the room where they've rearranged the room. They're like, I have so much more room for connectivities. <laughs> no power tools with them. No power tools. Oh, it's just my toothbrush. <laughs> it only took, it took them a week to do that, to film that. Did I? Yeah. Well, all Jesus of it's improv. Mm-hmm. From yeah, yeah. C. Royley and Farrell. That's mad, isn't it? Yeah, mental. So they've done so many good films together, like. It's an absolute cracker of him. Yeah, that was the one where the Talladega Nights. Oh, yeah, yeah. Shake and bake. Shake and bake. Shake it, then you bake it. Class. I heard him in an interview recently saying that um, before Elf, like, Elf was make or break. Really? Yeah, and he wasn't confident it was going to do well at all. Yeah, I didn't like Elf. Yeah, poxy film. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, not one of my fa- not one of my favorites. Mostly because I hate Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah, I was saying before about the the sort of the younger lads, the kids looking up to you. You're only twenty one, man. So hmm. and obviously you've got a long career still ahead of you as well. Like, oh yeah, look, you know, I think I was I'm doing this sport nine years. November gone. So yeah, it's crazy. Like I'm wow. really in the sport. How 10 old years. do you know? Twenty one. Yeah, it's been said three times. Try keep up. <laughs> it's that height thing nine you just can't hear you know nine you years enough. nine years nine years yeah nine years I'm down this spot the longest break I've taken has been like a month and a half to go and get pissed with me mates when I was 14 Jesus never liked it when I was so 14 I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I shit you know I'm very honest I don't, I don't worry a lot of shit because what's the point yeah. the truth comes out eventually What's the um, what's the goal in the future then? Because you've got a lot of years left. I just want to be the best in the world. Mm-hmm. I don't want yeah. I don't want anything else. I don't want money. Oh yeah, money will come, but I don't want that. After that comes, what's your goal then? I just want to be the best in the world. But I want to be known as the best in the world. Yeah. I don't want that to be dispute. I want to be kind of like Demetrius Johnson. He's the best in the world. Like, yes, yeah, it's not yeah. doubt about it. he's yeah. the best in the world. Like, you know what I mean, so we want that. So um, would that mean trying to get to the UFC? Fuck the UFC, man. No. Fuck the UFC. You'll see it. Why like, do you say that? It's just a, it's a propaganda now. They don't give a fuck about 
anybody. I don't give a fuck about the fight. That's all I cared about was money. Uh, if you are, if all you care about is money, you're not looking after that. They don't look after that for you. They don't care about that for you. Like the amount of fighters that are struggling and broke, like you, you, you're in the top organization in the world, and your starting post is eight thousand and eight thousand. Mm. I'm getting that in shows in Europe, like it's like you know, not now. Like obviously, I'm like I'm going towards that. I'm close to getting that now with Brave. Like Brave, are fucking they pay that fight as well, even though they're only at the starting of two years. Like the fact that the UFC can do that is just a joke. Like because of course they have the money to pay more. Of course they have the money to. Have a starting post of twenty and twenty. Of course, like Bellator yeah. starting post of ten and ten, from most fighters. You know, don't get me wrong. A lot of fighters get two and one and stuff. You know what I mean? But like it's like, and then they have the Reebok thing in, and they 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 chose how much Reebok we're gonna pay, and then they passed it off that Reebok were doing them dirty. But they gave Reebok the price list. This is what you are gonna do. This is what you. This is what you give them. Like you know what I mean? It's like it's a, it's a crock of shit. Like you know what I mean? And it's. Oh, would you burn your bridges with them though? No. W- would you? Yeah, fuck them. Yeah. If so I listen to a fuck you. It's simple as it. So you'd go somewhere else. I'd go somewhere else until until they start to act properly and, and start to look like they give a fuck. Like, you know what I mean? Like, the UFC is very watered down at the moment. Like, you know, nobody really gives a fuck about them. It's because it's on so often. Yeah, like, yeah. There was 11 shows in a row there before <clears throat> Christmas. Like, ridiculous. Mm. Like, ridiculous. Like, you can't. And, like, it's not even that. Like, you have absolute nobody's main event and, like, it's kind of like, what's the attraction for me to watch this now? We don't even watch the UFC really anymore. Mm. I watch this Saturday because Choi, uh, Dong Young Choi, that's the name. Yeah. Um, yeah. he's SBG Korea, like so. I'll watch that, like just for him, like. But what am that like? I don't really give a fuck about it to be honest anymore. Yeah. Do you do, do you look towards any fighters and look at them and say like, you know what? Yeah, that in five years, whatever. Luca. Luca, <laughs> I look up yeah. to Luca like that, and really saw and like living with him, seeing his mentality and see how he acts. He's so professional in the way he look, the way he acts. Even after the last loss, like his mindset of the last loss, like I literally just kept crying on Ash's shoulder for two weeks. She wouldn't leave the house after I got KO'd. Like when yeah. when you lost, when I lost, I wouldn't leave the house with her. I wouldn't. I literally just stayed on her hip, crying like because I was so heartbroken. I didn't know how to. I didn't know how to handle it. Mine was a mm. little bit different because it was early, really, really early. But you know, it was we were very similar in ways. Like, but I, I couldn't see the light. I, I couldn't see the light. I was like, just in this big dark room, and I couldn't, I couldn't make out anything good out of it. You know what I mean? But yeah. Look at the next day. It was like already taking positives from and positives from it. And you know, it is what it is. Like this is a sport. You live with a sword. You die with a sword. Kind of thing. And just looking at that mentality was kind of like yeah exactly this is the way you should be you know what I mean so like, but I take inspiration from all the guys Chris Luca I don't think I, I don't I don't seek inspiration from anyone else because we're, we're, be- we're just as good as everyone we're mm. just as good as everyone like if you brought if you brought Max Holloway over to my gym and SBG like I'd fuck him up bad like I know I'd fuck him up bad he's a blue belt I'd take him down I'd elbow his face into a canvas and he wouldn't go, he'd go back to Hawaii crying like look what Connor done to him on the mat like when Connor was just a fresh purple belt like not a fresh purple belt but like two years into a purple belt which is a fresh purple belt so like you know when we always say this the same way if you brought like fucking any lightweight over like to the guys like the, the guys that killed him like you know what I mean so I kind of just once I like once I started to watch UFC events and I started to see like techniques like I started to see people like with overhooks and hanging on their backs and nobody's going to the back and nobody's using the trip sequence so it's just kind of like 
I was like, you was had all human, like, and you was had all shit, like, I was like, why, why should I look up to any of you? Why are you doing it better than you? Why are you putting in the work? Now, obviously, there are people that you sh- you take inspiration from, like, the, the greats, like, you know what I mean? Mm. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't sit in awe of any of them, like, oh, my God, like, you're legit. Damien Moyer, mm. big inspiration. Gunny yeah. Nelson, though. Yeah. Big inspiration. Big Gunnar is, like, a massive inspiration for me, like, mm. so it's kind of, like, it is what it is, like you know. And he's a gent, yeah. and he's a fucking beautiful person. Like he's yeah. just a, he's a. Have you been to his gym in oh, Iceland? No, we were meant to go over for February when he was meant to have a fight camp. So hopefully we still get to go over. So I'm looking forward to that. He's pushing for the Darren Till fight, isn't he? They won't so. give him that. You no. obviously don't want Darren Till to get choked out, and they know that Gunny will choke him out because mm. Darren's a great fighter. But let me let me put him on his back with Gunny Nelson. You know what I mean? not a great fighter anymore like yeah just a good striker but they obviously won't give him that because they know they know what's up they want to they want to build Darren they want to make him because he's he's a very very entertaining guy very nice guy don't get me wrong I'm a big fan of Darren Till mm. but it's stylistically it's a terrible matchup for him he knows yeah. that you know his coaches definitely were like mm, you know maybe we, we keep pointing a couple of different guys <laughs> for us and then we'll go for Gunny you know what I mean yeah. Gunny, Gunny's like that spoiler you don't want Brandon Touch it would have been a brand attached thing all over again, like mm. yeah. except it literally just would have been a takedown. That he's he was trying to get that fight for March seventeenth, wasn't he? Mm, yeah, yeah, for Paddy's yeah, Day, yeah, for Paddy's yeah. Day in yeah. London. London. So yeah. that's definitely not happening, though. I don't know. I don't know. No. So if, if it is, if it is happening, you'll be going to Iceland. Hopefully, like yeah. hopefully, yeah. Luca suggested me because he, he thinks I emulate Darren Stoyle very well, but better. Mm. So I was like, I was like, cool. I'm just a little bit lucky for Gunny, but Gunny doesn't mind because. Gunny's a great training partner, so it wouldn't be too yeah. bad. Like I only, I'm rocking around about seventy six kilos now, and Darren Tails a fat bass, and he walks around <laughs> like ninety kilos, like he's a big boy. Like, but I think we're roughly the same height kind of thing, and yeah. similar style. I'm better at though. Will you be uh, sampling any of that sheep head that Gunny does? He? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, you see him eating it the other day. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> man. Am, am I a man? Of course, I'm gonna eat a sheep's head. Like I'm gonna take them eyeballs out and I'm gonna be like, but I don't like it. I don't like it. But I'm gonna try it. Like hundred percent. Like and I say, I will love it. I like every me. I love killing animals for food. <laughs> Fuck vegans. <laughs> yeah, you'll have them onto us now. That's it. Yeah, yeah, the vegans will be onto us. Don't they're care. They're mad. They are. Um, they just they're so opinionated. Just go and have a steak and then come back and say that it doesn't taste amazing. <laughs> just chill, like, just chill. Relax, just go get a fillet. <laughs> uh, we were on the subject of food. What's your, your go-to? Do you ever have cheat meals? Do you ever Kebabs. Go? Kebabs? Oh, I love a kebab. No, no, I wouldn't I wouldn't get a kebab out just anywhere. I have this place in Summer Hill that does the nicest kebab meal ever. And right. I, I, I just love it. Like, it's beautiful. Like, you know what I mean? If I'm going to be dirty, I'm going to be filthy dirty. So, <laughs> so be that. that. Oh yeah, kebab, yeah, yeah, all day. That'd be after a fight the next day, or the night. No, like, no, after a fight, I'd, like, I'd kind of just, I'd eat fucking anything. Yeah. <laughs> anything, I'm just like, give me something, like, give me some food. But I don't crave anything, and when I used to make Yeah, do you like, crave when you're trying to make way? No, because Lindsay, she's awesome, like, I don't ever want anything after a fight. I don't, when Is I used to make bantam, I used to feel deprived. Right. Because I used to starve myself, I was doing it wrong. But ever yeah. since I'm a featherweight, like... It's not a hard cut. It's a it's a mediocre cut. But with Lindsay on me, so it, like it's fucking easy. Like you know, I mean, I just follow what she says and I do what she says. And now she knows I have me little cheat day on the weekend. She doesn't agree with that, like you yeah. know. What I mean? And she knows that sometimes that goes into a two day weekend, you know. But she's very very um, what would the word be um, meticulous in the planning. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. But she's also very. Um, 
Yeah. I'm gonna say allowing, but I don't. I, she's very. Let's just say allowing, and yeah. she, you know she understands that I'm a fucking twenty-one year old kid, and she's realistic. In yeah, she, yeah, exactly. Like, she knows yeah. that, like, okay, deals after doing a hard week of training. So on a Saturday, I know he might want something. Like I'm sitting around my sisters, and my sisters are eating sweets and stuff, and I'm just kind of like, oh, I want something, like you know what I mean. But like, yeah. I'm honest with her. I wouldn't lie to her, and she likes that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like. You know, the day that I can't have it, I won't have it. But for now, I can have it, so why not? Like, yeah. But kebabs, kebabs. Love it. Love kebabs. Love it. No veg on that. Like, I don't want straight, any of that bullshit. Yeah, bullshit. Just want straight up meat, yeah. sauce, <laughs> chips, <laughs> sound. You know when you were saying there about and coke, low yeah. coke, like about yeah. your um, oh, low coke, low coke, it's ridiculous. Not that, not that kind, but. <laughs> you know, Liquid, not powder. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> Catch me on a tour stay. <laughs> you know when you were saying there about dealing with the loss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Yeah. How did you kind of just say right? Time to shake off the cobwebs and just get back into it. Is it was it was it the was it the fact that maybe there was a sense of not expecting to lose and then not not experiencing loss before? I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. Well, you like. It just went into a state of shock, kind of. No, no, I wasn't shocked. I was really, I was more hurt by the by the Liverpool fight because my ego was kind of dented a little bit, and I kind of felt like I got done dirty over there, like by the organisation and all. It kind of fucked me over a bit. You know, that's the worst fucking promotion ever. Don't ever fight on it. But um, I just felt like I got done a little bit bad, like over there. And then I was kind of carried it. My ego was a bit dented. I didn't spar then coming to that fight, and I kind of just went into that fight like I was. Fuck it, I'm getting a payday. That's what I literally remember thinking. I didn't want to be there. I didn't even want to do it. And I, uh, that was like, he, like a man, he came in on a week's notice, like fair fuck to him, you know what I mean? Uh, fucking, I got to pull out by a little bitch. So like, you know, I just kind of wasn't, I wasn't in the right state of mind. After I just kind of remember thinking, I don't want to do this. Like, I was just like, I don't want to do this for a while. Like, I, I need a break. I need to kind of reevaluate things, become a little bit more professional. And at the time, I was fucking bouncing around from house to house. Like, I didn't know where the fuck I was going to live at the end of the night. It was just a weird situation. Yeah, just everything was everything a was bit messed a li- up. Everything was just a little bit chaotic. So I needed to just kind of focus, take my mind off of things. Not worry about, I don't know, not worry about, you know, not worry about the little minor things in life, like losing. Because the sun rose the next day. And mm. I was shocked that it did rise. Because I honestly thought Armageddon was coming. Not my half. I was going to butcher everyone, you know what I mean? But even though you didn't, you don't feel like you prepared properly? No, I definitely didn't prepare properly. Yeah, but all, no. would you not have said to yourself, right, I didn't prepare properly? No, because that's, that's a bitch mindset. Okay. That's a mindset. That no, that's a pussy. That's a pussy that isn't going to develop, isn't going to be getting any better. I could blame. I could blame everything and anything if I wanted to then my toe hurt my toenails weren't cut that day you know the wind blew this way instead of blowing that way I didn't get a haircut that day either and I usually get a haircut before a fight that, that fucked me up you know what I mean these little rituals rituals are for weak minded bitches I got knocked the fuck out because I was unprepared because I wasn't in there I wasn't in there to have a fight I was in there to just go in and oh, I, I always win I always win in the tree arena you know what I mean this is this is Ireland like this is my country he's not going to come in and do this to me like Guess what happened? You go in with an ego, you go in angry, you go in emotional. And I carried, I carried that Liverpool shit in with me, and I was like tense, like a motherfucker, not smiling, not happy, not not realizing, man, this is what I'm doing. This is what I've been doing since I'm a kid. Like I'm a soldier. Soldiers don't question that they're gonna go to war. Soldiers just go to fucking war. 
Why? Because they're trying to do it. They know nothing else. I know nothing else other than to do MMA. You throw me into a desk job, man, I'm going to crack up. Like, you throw me into a centre, I'm going to crack up. You throw me into fucking Google, I'm going to crack up. When you know one thing, I know how to fight. And I don't know how to fight. Like, and that's sometimes the problem. I just know how to fight. And I just, I just, you know, it was weird. Like, I, I had a lot, a lot of things that fucked up at that point. But I had to take blame on my chin, and I had to take blame on my head. And I took ten months off, then reevaluated a lot of things, became a lot more professional. Then we you actually take ten months off. Took whole ten months off. Well, yeah, we didn't realize that. I took ten months didn't off. Didn't feel yeah. like that. Not ten months of training, just ten months of competing. Like, I always trained. Yeah. But, like for the first three months, I kind of just eased up on myself. I was like, look, if I want to go and train, I'll go and train. If I don't, I won't. If I only want to do one session, I'll do one session. And that was, once again, down to the people I had around me. Luke, uh, Chris, Ashy, you know what I mean? Like, I, I think Chris, um, when Luke was my age, he took two and a half years off. Because oh. he just kept getting injuries and injury, And he looked at me and laughed at me when I said... Because I felt weird saying to, saying to people that I want to take time off. I kind of felt like they were going to judge me and, you know, be like, why? Like, what? You're your loss, so now you're going to take... And Luke laughed at me and went, you want to take some time off? I took two and a half years off when I was your age. Take some time off, Dale. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. It's not. It's not bad. Like it's maturity. In your yeah. House, like, yeah. Of yeah. course. He's like, it's okay. Like it's fine. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I went and I asked Chris. And Chris, I didn't even have to ask Chris. Chris was like, why don't you just take some time off? You don't want to do this. I can see that you don't want to be here. And I was like, I don't. And I admitted, it's like I don't. And then Ashley was like, take some time off. So all the people around me that were important to me and had, you know, given me so much great. Like you look up before. to like, exactly. Yeah. I, I, I admire, like I admire all of them unbelievably. Like I'm fucking a fanboy of all of them. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, all right, yeah, I will take some time off. And <clears throat> I think it hit like seven months or eight months, and I got the itch again. I was kind of like looking in the mirror, and I was just kind of like, like scratching my face, and I was just like, yeah, let's fucking go, what the fuck, I like, you know what I mean? And then I was like, yeah, let's do it. Like let's, I course a lot. <laughs> of course a lot I didn't realise oh, of course a lot I like to call them sentence enhancers <laughs> as long as I don't take the Lord's name in vain it's okay as me nanny used to say it's fine I course a lot but to be honest I don't care um, but I took the time off and then you see you see the results out of that like, like Carlton got messed up bad like not messed up bad I didn't get touched once from this guy who was a prospect you know what I mean and he ate a shin across his face on a 30th birthday night night bye bye see you later that was it then, you know what I mean? Jordan is going to see the same, so happy days. But it was just, yeah, but it to be calculated, calculated and vicious, but calculated viciousness. But you were refreshed after the 10 months oh, in the mind, like. New man, like, new man. In the mind. Do you meditate at all? Nah. I know a few MMA fighters took up med- meditation after kind of a break or mm. kind of re-evaluation so to speak my meditation will be training okay so like I, I, that's a good question like um, yoga a lot of guys do yoga like and a lot of guys preach about yoga Luca lo- loves yoga like thinks it's really good for the mind and the body like so um, I just I just kind of can't sit, like, sit still for too long so I kind of just you know anything that requires me not to move I'm kind of like <laughs> nope I'm gonna move <laughs> I, I am gonna move you're meant to stay still for this and you're like nope <laughs> I have to move I'm sorry <laughs> what about the whole visualisation thing a lot of people talk about that crack of shit alright crack of shit go walk go go get into the gym and go spar that's, how, that's my visualisation visualisation is me watching my rounds on a camera because that's all that matters like the walk the walk is all that matters you know what I mean of course, visualizing yourself. I, I just don't believe in any of the law of, law of attraction. Like that's a crock of shit. Like there's no facts or science behind it. I believe in science. I believe in facts. Yeah. 
yeah. you know what I mean like like the the whole lot do you not believe that it could motivate you though no why do I need motivation yeah no but it could motivate other people not yourself oh, I, I, like, whatever gets you out of bed in the morning yeah absolutely 100% I, my, one of my one of my good friends that's a fair uh, point Jeremy is um, very very religious like do you had religious I'm I'm an atheist so I'm completely the opposite of that like um, but as I always say to him don't push it upon me but if that's what gets you out in, the mo- in bed in the morning happy days I'm delighted for you I'm the, Franz Malambo the vow, the vow. I don't know if he's. A, I don't know what. Let's see. I'm so confused, Mo. I think he's a Christian or something, but he's really into his religion. He goes and prays. He, you know, and he's he lives by it. Yeah. So cool, like awesome. If that makes you happy, do it. I love it. Let's do it. Like I'm, I'm happy for anyone who does that. Does that make sense? Yeah, hundred well, percent. But whatever makes you happy, that's fine. I don't mind. I'm not. I'm not against that. Like if I would never push my opinion on anyone. Like, oh, da, 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 da. Why? Like, you're just going to make someone upset and you're going to make someone, maybe, maybe they believe, maybe they take everything that we said on board and they're like, yeah, actually, like, fuck this. And then in six months time, you're seeing them and they're a completely different person for the, for a bad reason, like, you know what I mean? So for me, it's whatever gets you out of bed in the morning. If you believe that, that's fine, like, you know what I mean? But just don't try to push it on people. Don't try, don't try to make it out like it's fact because it's not fact, like, you know, fact is science. <laughs> so... But like you know, whatever, whatever anyone wants to do to get them out of bed, cool, whatever. If you have rituals in the morning that you like to do, cool, whatever, whatever helps you be you. Yeah, sweet, happy days. I'm all for that. Like live and let live. Live and let live. Exactly. Until they step into the cage with you, and then it's a live and let die. <laughs> 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 class, man, class. Um, it's been a quick hour. We're nearly out of time with you already, man. Ooh. But what, what? Um, go on. Here. You know when you're when you're fighting and when you win. Mm. Do you have any interaction with your opponent? Um, as in like, as in like, good fight. As in like, like when the cameras are off and you are out of the cage and you are in the back, the dressing room area. Oh yeah, I'll have a is little. there interaction? Yeah, I'll have a little. Chat is there with respect them. and? Oh, of course. There's always respect. Like I, I can't help. Like you're getting in there and you're putting your life on the line. Like you know what I mean. So there's always respect there. But like I kind of, I, I still hate them. Even though I don't hate them, I just still like. I don't hate them, but I do hate them. You know what I mean? But they're they're in your way, your journey kind of thing. Yeah, and even after, I can't, I can't be no, I can be nice to them and respectful, and but after that, even like I'm still, I'll always look at them as an opponent. They're in my division. They're in my bracket. Like, like yeah. you could go talking shit about me in another month and calling me for a rematch, and then all that little friendliness. You know what I mean? What was that for? You know what I mean? That was fake. So I. I no, I'll always have respect after and always be as kind as I can, like, you know what I mean? Or else I get a slap on the ear off Ash or something, you know what I mean? It's like, you little tick, like, what are you doing? Like, show some show some remorse, show some, ha- like, show some respect. So I always respect anyone who gets in there, but we're not friends, like, we're not buddies. Yeah. I'm not going to ring you to go for a point next week. I'm, I don't give, I don't care about you, you know what I mean? Whatever, like, you came in, you done your best, you got slept, night-night, bye-bye, see you later. Do you care about the, um... Irish media's perception of MMA mm. because you're you and your teammates are constantly trying to they're wrong the, they're, you're trying to, you're constantly trying to defend the sport they're, we don't defend that anymore yeah. we don't need to <laughs> uh, my big thing about about MMA is uh, a lot of people who have an opinion on us are ignorant they mm. don't they don't look at the facts go look at the facts go 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 look at something go look at the amount of kids that this is influencing in mm. a positive manner and then come back to me and tell me that we're all bar- barbaric animals. You know what I mean? Come and talk to me. Come and sit down beside me. Come and have a chat with me about something. 
Because I will talk to you about anything, and I will try and educate myself about anything. Like, I may come across now as, like, a bit of a, a bit of a looper, but I am, because how, how couldn't I be? I get into mm. a cage, a cage, okay, <laughs> you're an octagon, but it, mm. it's a cage, yeah. you know what I mean? I get into it, and I fight another man to get paid in front of 10,000 people. How can I not be a little bit touched to do that? <laughs> Does that make sense? <laughs> absolutely, man. Makes yeah. sense. No, like, like no, you know, you're, you're and it up absolutely. The way you summed it up there was class. Yeah. How can I not be a li- how can I not be a little something that's kind of like, if you he was here to whistle, that's because I have no teeth in. And <laughs> the S fucks up a little bit, but um, I gotten really good at hiding. <laughs> but uh, no, how could I not be a little bit touched? You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm traumatized from birth, man. <laughs> yeah. And then, are all your teammates then a bit touched to? put themselves into that position yeah they're all a bit touched each and every one of them is a little each and every person on the team has their own little story their own little motivation some are athletes some are fighters there's a difference there's a complete big difference yeah. not everyone is a fighter not everyone is an athlete you know what I mean there's a, there's a big difference between people like yeah. that's, you, that's an interesting one that I've is never, one I've never it? heard somebody kind of describe it that way but when you say it like it makes, makes sense. sense yeah, yeah. Um, who could I call an athlete um on the big stage like in the UFC or something hmm. like um, Tyrone Woodley Tyrone Woodley would be an athlete he's not a fighter yeah. now he's a juiced up athlete an absolute juiced up fucking dickhead but he's an athlete he's not a hmm. fighter like because like, you could see the interactions that him and Connor had after they like you know had a little back and forth on Twitter and Connor stared at him and was like what's up like as in that what's up wasn't like ah not much how are you doing like that what's up was like what's up bitch like you want to go now you want to talk some shit now face to face and Tyrone turns around and like oh what's up Connor you know what I mean it's like alright you absolute dope like so he's an athlete not a fighter because whereas if, if that had been say like let's just take Connor out of the context if that had been like not Woodley if that had been fucking you know like say someone else like like Michael Bisbin and Masvidal yeah. if that had been them two that's like a fucking that's a knock there like you have security jump in the way like you know what I mean like a fighter doesn't let someone else talk shit to him and that lead might you know what I mean that lead will take it because it's just not in their mentality to snap yeah. or if someone talks shit to me I snap I'm like let's go like I'm picking up a chair and picking up the bottles in front of me I'm, I'm like let's go man I only know one thing and that's a fight like sometimes that's the worst thing but you know you have to you have to learn to hold that back but there, there's athletes and fighters did you ever play any other sports as a teenager yeah I played Gaelic I yeah. played Gaelic to like a kind of a high level I got like I got into the East that Dublin camp thing and it was good me my cousin Dano, my cousin Craig, uh, all three of us played um, and my granddad used to watch us and tell us repeatedly on a Saturday after I come back how shit we were. <laughs> we were actually pretty good, we were okay, like, but uh, played for Trinity Gales out in Donamid. Um, so I, kinda, I, I played that and then for like, like I was 12 and then I stopped when I was 14 because I was just like, I like MMA too much. I only got into MMA because I wanted to impress my cousin Paddy as well, so, you know, mm. It's a good life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good life for the wrong reasons, but a good life. Yeah. Um, Deadly. No one of you can see this, but Graham has his hood up and is absolutely bald to care. I'm a bit cold. But I'm close that window. I'm alright. I'm comfortable. I'm in shorts <laughs> and everything, man. And I'm, but fair enough, you with your hood. Sorry. <laughs> you, you and your hood. <laughs> he puts up the hood and he wants to be tougher now, people. He's trying to. He's trying to intimidate me. And yeah. to be honest, he is intimidating me viciously. Get him. Yeah. I'm ghetto gangster. Get out there. Was he trying to flex his arms in front of the air? He, he just literally like was out the window, like, <laughs> <laughs> like just flexing and pointing all the way. And I was like, "That's a man I am not going to mess with." <laughs> he trains with Lindsay, you know, and of course you can take me. <laughs> 
Um, just on the athlete and fighter thing, then just because as you said, as I said, I'd, I'd never, I'd never put it in that context myself. But when you say it, it makes sense, and I'm going through it with my head. I'm just thinking like, like GSP in my opinion, athlete, athlete, hundred percent athlete, yeah. unbelievable athlete, unbelievable athlete. But you know what I mean, and yeah, he's one of the best of all time. So. Do you You don't necessarily have to be one or the other like to be good. Yeah, yeah. Like but obviously you said you're a fighter. So would you fancy yourself against any athlete? Oh yeah, hundred percent because yeah. I am an athlete. I'm athletic as well, but I'm mm. a fighter force. Like, yeah, yeah. Like I'm if you put me and someone else out and told us to go sprint, I'm gonna sprint faster than him. And even if I don't sprint faster than him, I'll do it a hundred times. I know he'll only do it fifty times because he doesn't have my mindset. Yeah. And that's one thing that a lot of fighters have. It's the break of a mindset yeah. of like I'm gonna work my bollocks off to get where I need to get. And I don't care how hard it is, I'm just gonna keep working and keep working. And if you're if you're better at me in one area, I'm gonna outwork you and get you to this area and I'm gonna drown you. But I won't stop. That's one thing that fighters have. One thing that athletes have is they have quitting them. Mm. Um, and not all athletes not all of everyone the same way when I say I don't like humans it's not that I don't like all humans I just don't like certain people does that make sense but I love I love people as well so like I don't like to paint everyone with one brush because that's um, that's stupid for people like for athletes they, they're more inclined when the going gets tough and when someone's in their face and they're bleeding and they're, and they're snotting down in front of them and they're dripping their blood in their face and the fighters like come on I like this and they're like rubbing their face and they're like I like bleeding and the athletes kind of like I don't I don't I like I like a little a little match I like a little yeah. like one of the things that a lot of, I, I find a lot of athletes get into is they don't get into the sense of fight they get into the sense of this is a contest it's a contest, you know, and this is a martial arts bill. I can't look at it like that. It's a fight. Like I'm, I'm in there with four rounds. I may as well be bare knuckle. Yeah. Does that make sense? So I don't. I don't look at it in a way of like, you know, I know not every like. But I, I find they have quit in them. You can drag it out of them, and the yeah. fighter will always be there. The fighter will stick t- till I'm dead. Until you, I'm either going home with my with my shield in my hand and my sword in my hand, or I'm going home on my shield. That's that's the only way I can look at. It. I'm not going to tap to a choke. I'm going to go asleep. I, I will tap to an armbar, but only at the last minute. It's going to it's gonna have a couple of pops, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I just won't let it break because then I'm out. I don't see the, the long-term issue with that because it's... Now, don't get me wrong. When I'm in the fight, I more than likely will let it break. But in looking at it now, I'm like, oh, I tap. But to be honest, I probably wouldn't. Like, I let it snap. Yeah. But that's a fight. I mean, I just can't... can't. And even then, when he breaks it and the ref stops the fight, I'd be like, I fight with one arm. Like, I don't mind. Like, you know what I mean? Like, but... It's just, I think it's just that weird mentality that we have. And that's why I always say we're all a little bit, there's something mixed up up there, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Dan Healy says that I have a beautiful brain, though, so it's okay. <laughs> Absolutely gorgeous brain. <laughs> of course I do. Look at the size of me here. <laughs> Professor Dan, huh? Um, Professor you, Dan Healy. <laughs> when you say about that, man, I just, the, the snapping the arm thing, or you just instantly go to Mirren and Big Nog. Oh, yeah. Just, oh, oh, that was meldy looking. Beautiful. Rod- Beautiful, Stop, man. Stop, Beautiful. Like. If only Frank had followed him down with shots instead of having a little ego when I'm trying to submit. Uh, oh no, not if only Nogueira had followed Frank down with shots instead of having yeah. the ego when I'm to finish him with the guillotine. Yeah, but, Frank actually came out and said after that that he was like messed up, like he didn't know where he was. But when he, the grappling situation had kicked in, his natural reactions had kicked in because he was a high level black belt. So it was just like boop 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 roll this roll this, and then it was like he kind of came back while the scramble was happening. And then he caught the Kimura like so. 
It's you unbelievable. Know, probably the man. worst thing you could have done. Yeah. Anderson yeah. Silva's leg break as well. I was there. I was at I know, that. Man, yeah. it was. Oh, you could. You actually like Anderson Silva's one there. Like you were saying earlier. Could you hear crowd, it? Like yeah, you could actually. You could actually hear the crowd. You can actually hear it. Like it was. It, like what it really sounded like was like. It, do you know they when they're doing the clapper yokes for 10 seconds after the round you thought that was that, that or did it sound like that it just sounded like one of them and I was like what the fuck was that and then you're just seeing Anderson fall and it's almost like it was like in slow motion when like was watching it in the arena and then you start to hear the crowd going oh and then all of a sudden you see the ref wave it off and you're like oh fuck look at his foot man look, yeah I remember oh. watching that live and seeing his foot dangle I was like oh, what the fuck I jumped up and done backflips when it happened did you hate him? I hate him I always hate him yeah Boy. especially when the juice thing came out I just thought he was an arrogant prick like I just never liked him Chris Phil's gonna kill me for this because he's a big Anderson fan <laughs> we're Boy. big Anderson fans I never liked Silva I always just thought he was an arrogant prick like it's That's weird. Just really I never talked to him, and he was a juice head his whole career. So I'm just kind of like, it, yeah, it's, whatever. It's weird. Like when Anderson was going on that like undefeated run, all I wanted from to do was to lose. And then when he eventually lost, I was yeah, like, you were going mad, yeah. Holy fuck, man! Yeah. Like, he literally jumped up and down in my sitting room, yeah. screaming at <laughs> half five in the morning, woke me nanny up, and I was like, yes, yes, go oh, yes, <laughs> yes, he's gone, like. And then the next time when he got lost to Weidman again, oh, I thought that was the first time or the second time? The first one was the, the, the first one was the leg break. knocked him out. The second oh, no, one was break. the, well, the, the first time I done backflips. The second time I nearly got sick in my mouth. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but the first time I done backflips. So he's like, woohoo. I was like, yeah, yeah, fuck you. It's all Brazilians. Brazilians, it was a known. Would you not believe that the Assad is strict at the moment? No. I don't know, like, no, I know. Don't get me wrong. I 100% believe Assad is doing a great job. Yeah. 100%. And Aldo. Ever mm, since yeah. Usada came in, he's getting fucked up. Like getting fucked up. Henry Burrell, as well. Henry Burrell, who Burrell, is he? Yeah. Where is he? He's he's gone. He doesn't yeah. exist anymore. Aldo, oh, no, even Aldo Anderson. Yeah. Usada came in. Yeah. Bye bye. Johnny Hendricks is another one that fell. Oh by, man, Far Hendricks, like. You know, oh he, my god, that was a huge fall from Grand Strength, wasn't it? Was it? Yeah. Strength. He couldn't touch you with a left hand without you going into a casket, like, and yeah. now he's like just a ball of flab, like, can't yeah. even throw a left hand anymore. <laughs> like, there's so many people, and that's one of the reasons why Biskman won the title, it's mm. because Usada came in. Like, if Usada hadn't came in, he would have just been another number. Michael Biskman wouldn't even be considered as one of the best mm. of all time. Yeah. But because Usada came in, everyone realized that's oh, a level of the field, yeah. Like, when he's fighting other people that are not used, he's amazing, like, you know what I mean? Which he always was. Yeah. So it could be argued then that USC is a safer place to fight for fighters. No, it's 100% a safer place to fight. Yeah. If it's just their morally running of things is wrong. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, they don't care about the fighters. That's, and you have to respect your, you have to respect your clientele and you have to respect your employees, you know what I mean? Mm. And they don't. They don't. They do, it's a money propaganda. Mm. But me and me and Luca always say it. Me, Luca and P. I always say, um, Pete actually was one of the first people to say to me, but then I had them said it. All the boys say it, like, you will get harder fights outside the UFC than you will inside the UFC. That's, mm. that's a fact. That's is a that fact. because of the juice, though? Yeah, that's because of the juice. The only reason is because of steroids. Like, that's literally it. Because you, you can almost guarantee anybody that you meet is going to be juiced up. Yeah. Does that make sense? Even yeah, in Bellator, yeah, no, yeah. even in 1FC, everywhere, everywhere, everyone's juicing. Everyone's on steroids. Everyone wants to take a little extra... A little, I sound like Nate Diaz. Everyone's on steroids. Motherfucker. <laughs> Motherfucker. Mother everyone's on steroids. <laughs> but everyone is on steroids. Like, and they are. Everyone's on steroids. Because like, where the fuck not? If you can get away with it and you don't have to worry about being tested, why wouldn't you take that little yeah. bit of an extra advantage? You know what I mean? Uh, but it's, it's crazy. Like, mm. You know what I mean? And there's so, so many people on it. It's just, it's fucked up, like, you know what I mean? My big thing is, oh, one of my big reasons that I hate it is because I don't mind if you're um, 
have you ever seen Concussion? Yeah. Great film. Great, Great film, film, yeah. Um, uh, I don't mind if you take it, like, even in, like, like say if you're doing soccer or something, like, oh, 100% Cristiano Ronaldo's on steroids. There's no doubt about it. Like, you don't look like that when you're a footballer. Mm. I know top-level footballers over here that don't look like, you know what I mean? You don't look like that when you play football. You kick a ball around all day, all week. I know they do fitness regimes and all, but you don't look like that. The human body doesn't look like that from doing a cardio drill all the time, you know what I mean? So it's like every, like every, hoi- like, I would say, so look at Lionel Messi's body and then look at Cristiano Ronaldo's body. Yeah. Look at both of them beside each other. They're both the best in the world. One decided not to take steroids. The other one went, oh, you know, I'll take some steroids, you know. Uh, obviously, all this has never been proven, but what I, what I say is fact. <laughs> Even if it's not been proven, it will be proven one day. But, you so know, I, so I'd, I, I'd go, well, not that I, I don't think Ronaldo. Logic coming from it. Though, I can't, can't I can't, and not that I don't think Ronaldo. I, to be honest, I don't think that's what's seen as a clean sport anywhere. But no, exactly. Me- Messi is one hundred percent. He has taken HGH in his life. Do you know what I mean? HGH, human growth hormone. He had to take well. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So that's like, just because he's a dwarf, though. He needed to get a couple of inches of height. Yeah, no, and I'd still class Messi as a drug sheet. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, one hundred percent. Why not? Yeah, no, no, Grand was making. No, no, yeah. don't, if you, I didn't know he took that. So Messi, oh, yeah. if you listen to this, you're a drug sheet. And then he's right as well. And like your old tax as hell. There's no Canadian sport, and say Premier League is fucked. Ah, stop, man. Yeah, it would be yeah. fucked if they investigated properly. But, but my big thing is, okay, that's fine. You're mm. just kicking a ball. Grand, that's not that's not a bother. Like you're not yeah, gonna yeah. hurt anyone. But in fighting, you taking yeah. steroids is adding thirty percent extra power to your shots. Mm. That thirty percent that isn't natural. You catch me in the back of the ear, back of the head, because you wanted to be a dirty prick and you want to be taking steroids. So like, so wait, I've got to slow my words and forget my children's name when I grow up and forget my wife's name when I grow up because you wanted to cheat. Does yeah. that make sense? It's not. It's not like you're taking a little bit of an extra advantage. You have a big advantage, but also you're putting another person's life at risk. It's like, it's like, why, why would you be such a like a dork or you know what I mean? Yeah. ACB riddled with juice, like riddled with juice. Like just, I always said to John, like, what's ACB? Like, just another ACB. It's an organisation in England. Mm. Uh, it's not even a, it's not even an English organisation. It's like some fucking, oh, they're horrible people. I just would never ever fight that like misogynist, that homosexual, oh, that homophobics, that racist, that everything. They're just horrible. Like they literally take the owner of it takes gays, like basically takes homosexual people into camps like you know so from I mean? Russia Chechnya or somewhere exactly like just one of those one Jeez. of those mad and they're allowed to you know hold a fight organization I said to John I'll put it in anywhere just as long as it's not ACB because yeah. that's a crock of shit and there's nothing but steroids in it you know what I mean and they're, they're notorious for um, overturning decisions in favour of Russians and Chechnyans like even yeah. though they're not it's not a bad decision like it wasn't mm. a bad decision but the English guy got it or whatever so they overturned it because if it was in Russia they wouldn't have got it. Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, yeah. So, um, and that's a that's a fact. That's a fact. Um, so I just I kind of like I don't understand why you would why do you need to do that? Like that's just a fight. Like you know what I mean? I, I, I am I am so tired today. My body is broke today because I, I put in a really hard I put in a really hard week so far and I have yeah. another day to go tomorrow. But like I literally am broken today. I'm sore and tired. Like, but so what? That's what you get for working hard. That's that's what that's that's the price you pay for working hard. But I would never. I couldn't. I just couldn't see anyone take. I don't understand why you gotta take steroids, especially yeah. when you're fighting. Okay, go play tennis. Cool. No, but I take your steroids. That's grand. You're not hurting anyone. Go to the Tour de France. They had to go to the Tour de France. They had to go to number twenty two to find a clean cyclist. Number twenty two in the race to find a clean cyclist. Yeah. 
What the fuck? Like, no, he's a cycling a boy. <laughs> cycling boy is a cycling boy to skill with no brakes on it, you know what I mean? Like, what the fuck? Like, what do you need steroids? Like, it's just crazy. Like, it's, it's mad. It's such, yeah. it's like a part of the culture now. It's mm. crazy. Like, crazy. Well, remind us when's your next fight? March 2nd. Brave. 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 Jordan. Would we be able to watch that? Yeah, I'm sure Brave will have a stream out. Definitely from the E-Fight and uh, definitely mm. give it to the Irish guy. Brave are awesome. Like, they... They always like to look after the Irish uh, community because they yeah. know we have big support. Lovely. Why oh, the fuck else would they bring me over? Yeah. <laughs> Delhi. So Delhi. you're so hoping to fight three times this year? Yeah. So it should be March in Amman Jordan. May, they're coming back over here in Dublin. <coughs> um, they, they, I, I don't think they want me to announce, but, but they're coming yeah. over here in Dublin. Um, and then oh, you hope, I, I want to fight in Bahrain then in November and give back to Brave for being so kind to me and taking me on like I'd love to get back to there I'd love to go and see Bahrain as well you know yeah. uh, I'd, I'd love to go over and show them what the nuke is all about don't think I'll be able to call myself the nuke when I go over there but <laughs> we'll, we'll cross that bridge when <laughs> you, you get, get, to get to it, it. deadly love it well, best of luck with it thanks yeah. for your time this evening oh thank you so much yeah. guys I think I, I think I overran the 40 foot nah, <laughs> nah, nah, not at all sure nah, I can nah, talk for a while not at all not at all so March 2nd Brave Dylan Chuke get all over that we'll ask it out and the, as soon as we find the link or something we'll put yeah, it on we'll the Facebook and the Twitter man. Absolutely. thank you so much for having me um, if people aren't following you on social media man why well, aren't you following me on social media <laughs> <Yeah>. homies <laughs> uh, Dylan the new Chuke on Facebook do not add my personal page I will not accept you that is for family and friends Um. The, the new Chuk on Twitter and on Instagram pretty simple I don't have a Snapchat because I'm not a loser <laughs> <laughs> Love it, man. Love it. Love Deadly. Can't wait for the fight, March 2nd. Um, we know it's going to go your way. Let's get some. Let's get some. Let's go. Emo, emo. If you haven't already, go to iTunes and hit that subscribe button, WTS Pod. And we're on all Android formats as well. Just search for WTS Pod and you'll find us. Facebook.com forward slash WTS Pod Ireland. Or you can tweet us at WTS But if you have an Android phone, just go and get an iPhone because they adore it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, he's at Merrigan Mania you're at Danjo Murray everywhere everywhere and this has been what's the story 133 where were we recording it let me <laughs> go in jumping in man <laughs> I was coming, hoping you were going to get it wrong coming to you from the fabulous and famous Fitzpatrick Castle Hotel as always go to www.fitzpatrickcastle.com Merrill yes until next week clear eyes full hearts can't lose good luck too sweet